Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new little fun bevy. Fun beverage. Used to be wine. Now it's whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. I love that for us. Yeah. And this week, you guys, we've wanted to do this. Ep- we always say that we've wanted to do this episode for a long time, but we it's, really it, have. It really is true, though. Whenever we say that, it is very true. It is very, very true. We are talking how to manifest your dream life with Emily Samimi. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Natalie and I are very much so into manifestation. Yes. Yes. So we're going to be talking to Emily about what is manifestation. If you're like, I don't even know what that is. Mm -hmm. People talk about it, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah. What is quantum leaping? That's a buzzword right now. I'm. I think there's a show called Quantum Leap. Really? It's like on NBC or something. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm into it. And how to overcome anxiety and stress to reveal your dream life. Because that that plays a part in all of this manifestation. If you have anxiety, doubt, worry about these things happening, then they won't happen. Yes, yes. And you guys know you can always write into the show with an episode request at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com. Or you can write in also for solicited advice if you have something going on in your life that you're like, I need Corinne and Nat's opinion on this because yes. this shit's too much. We'll be banging them up. And actually, this episode was highly requested. A we, lot of people wrote in. I feel like we, you know what we need? Sweatshirts that say highly, highly requested. requested. <laughs> well, that's because really, I we guess say that, that is a the, lot I too. guess that is the premise of the show, though. Why? Like, to have people write in and be like, help us, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. And so we're like, and then we, we really do. We're like, all right, well, this one person wants this, so we got to figure it out get a guest yeah but we have had a lot of people ask for this one highly requested highly requested <laughs> highly requested highly requested and very blessed oh lord <laughs> you guys and stick around for the end of the episode because we're playing unpopular opinion unpopular opinion and nat what are we drinking this episode? oh oh i'm very excited okay you guys i'm sorry hold. if i sound a little stuffy i'm a little under the weather but it's Me not too. covid i've taken I don't know. I took six, seven tests. Yeah, six COVID tests. Neither of us have. We we really did think we had it, though. We did. Yeah. You would think based on my symptoms, I have it. But yeah. I don't. I'm just like, have a cold. Yeah. Which is like, kind of like, we, wah, wah. Right. And as people really haven't had cold, we, I feel like it's nobody weird. gets sick unless you have COVID. I know. It's weird to just like, kind of be just like, like, oh, oh, I just like have a seasonal cold. Weird. What? Okay, so here's the bevy. This is brand new at Trader Ho's. Oh, wow. Brand new. Okay. Cold-pressed cacao fruit juice beverage. It looks like lemonade. I think it's sort of like a coconut water, but it's from the cacao. Is that? But that's what chocolate's made out of. Yes. But it says like, is it going to taste chocolate? Well, it says it's bright, refreshing, and tart tropical. The ingredients are cacao juice and water. So you really have to know what cacao juice tastes like. <sighs> I have Did you no know idea. cacao beans are far from the only gift the cacao pod has to offer? The fruit pulp that surrounds each bean has a sweet and fruity flavor too. And oh. when cold press, it tastes like coconut water, but it's slightly tartar, sweeter, and more <gasps> vanilla tinged. Ooh, that this sounds is right like, up my alley. I don't alley. even know. We should have saved this for a mystery episode. Oh, my God. A cocktail whenever you're in need of something remarkably refreshing, it says. Whoa. I took a sip. Huh? What? 
Huh? What in the world? I don't know. I have no idea what's going on in my taste buds. Wow. We'll have to discuss at the end. I wouldn't. Okay. Sorry. 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 Okay. Yeah. We'll discuss it at the end. But you guys, Trader Joe's really comes up with like, well, I had a friend who worked at Trader Joe's and she told me that they have like people that go out to like remote countries, like different places all over the world and find different recipes, find different like flavors like this and then like bring it back to headquarters and like, oh my God, like I discovered this cacao fruit beverage in the hills of the Himalayas or whatever, you know. I wonder if that's why they're Trader Joe's. They're trading recipes. Who is Trader Joe? Who is Joe? Not my I Joe. I mean, it's not your Joe. Unless is, he's is living it, a double is life. Is that what Joe does when he goes off to work? <laughs> we he don't know. secretly Trader he's Joe. He's actually Trader <laughs> he is Joe. Joe of Trader he is Joe. the <laughs> Trader Joe. Yeah, I would love, I'd love to know more about him. Yeah, um, me too. But me not too. what's going on in your world. What's going on in my world? Well, also just recovering from thinking I had COVID, which I don't. And, oh, I wanted to share this with you. Yeah. Okay, so you have been on a reading kick. Yes. She's been on a big reading kick, people. Big reading kick. Also, if you guys want me to tell you guys what I'm reading and, like, um, give Put you it on go- the Instagram story. Yeah, but, like, I can also just tell you guys, like, if I'm liking it, if I'm not liking it, if, yes. I, if I wreck Corinne's book wreck. I could do that too. <gasps> you should. My little, my little uh, reading corner, reading corner, Corinne's reading corner. How cute! So I could do that too. Also, I just can't stop staring at your skin. It looks fantastic. Really? What's the highlight? What are we doing today? I don't know. I was like in a blind rage doing my makeup. Oh, it looks so good. Wow! Thank you. I so can't much. stop looking at I it. I really needed that. Oh. I needed that today. Oh, okay, <laughs> you look stunning. Wow! Oh my god, stunning! Thank you so um, much. You're so welcome. It's the truth. But anyways, so, and I was telling you on our trip when you were reading so much, I said, you're inspiring me to read. Yes. And you said, Joe's also said, he's now inspired to read. Yes. Well, I got a book today. <gasps> wow. And I'm going to start it. And I wrote down my goals for the month for February. And uh, reading the whole book is on there. <gasps> so we'll see. Oh, my God. What book is it? You're leaving us on the edge of our seat. It's called You Deserve This Shit. How was it a self-help book? It is a self-help book. Natalie. Oh, my God. My last book I read was fiction. And I like nonfiction. So I want to switch back and forth. Okay. So this one's a nonfiction. And I haven't read a self-help book in a very long time. No, I know. Both of us, the reason I say that, you guys, is because me and Natalie can easily OD on self-help books. Yes. Like, we will just hit that shit hard. I'll just, I will read them over and over, like, I have so many. Like, so my bookshelf is, like, embarrassing to look at. Yeah. Like, I don't let people, like, you peruse really, it because it's just, like... You can go too deep. You is this bitch deep. okay? <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, you know what? I have not read a self-help book in, like, at least a year. Yeah. I haven't... I Oh, well, I have my one. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to read that one after you. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. we need, that one. <laughs> yeah, and I um, can't share it on the podcast, no, unfortunately. But we do need that one. <laughs> Are you going to get a reading light? I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not as hardcore yet. It's you like know what, $7, though, so I it's do, not a big investment. <laughs> I do get a lot of ads now for your little hatch Oh, light. yes, my hatch light. Well, you guys, I also have... we've talked about it so much. I think it's like yeah. all up in my Instagram. Like, bitch, it's like, awaken to the Prague sunrise. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know what that's <laughs> like, but it sounds pretty nice. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I have to vouch for it. But also, I was just going to say, you guys, I have a little light that, like, I attached to my book. 
and it's a little red light so that I can read in the dark. Sometimes it's orange. Sometimes it's fluorescent. Blue. Yeah. And then <laughs> on our trip, Natalie was like, how many settings does that thing have? <laughs> well, because one time it was like we the, the jet lag, we it was bad. But she was like clicking the thing. It was like click, 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 click. And I was just like, my eyes were like half open and I just see like orange, fluorescent, orange, 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 fluorescent, fluorescent, fl- like back and forth. I'm get, like, what is she looking for? You, it, has, it really only has two lights. It's orange or white. But then you have to also press it to get it to dim to the, and then if I missed the dim you setting too up, far. then I had to go start over, click, 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 click. And then Natalie was like, how many settings are there? I'm like, that's my bad. That's my bad. Anyways, okay, let's bring on Emily so we can manifest our dream lives. And and also your book, You Deserve This Shit, seems like a manifestation kind of book. very much so. Very much so. Because I think you do have to think you deserve it to, like, actually manifest it. I don't know. I think. We got to ask Emily about it. She's the expert. Let's introduce her first. Yes. So. Emily Samimi is a mindset and manifestation coach. She specifically creates content for people who are struggling with stress and anxiety. Ding, Ooh, ding, 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 And desire to change how they see themselves and their lives. That's me. She struggled with stress and anxiety her whole life due to limiting beliefs, identity, and behaviors. She learned how to reprogram her subconscious mind Ooh. to be able to release those emotions using proven tools and techniques. You know, we love a proven tool. We love a proven tool. As a result, she's been able to quantum leap and manifest opportunities and experiences that she only dreamed of. She now helps others see their own potential and connect with their intuition so they can manifest their desires too. They as in you. They as in this dear listener. Well, you guys, let's bring on Emily. Bring on. Hello, Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so, we're so excited. excited. We were saying at the top of the episode that we've wanted to do a manifestation episode for so long because Natalie and I are really into meditation, really into manifestation, law of attraction, all of that stuff. But we haven't found the right person to have on. Like we wanted an expert, an expert. on because we have our own little practices, but not anything legitimate. <laughs> yeah. And I want to like refine my practice. Yes, I do too. Because there's so yeah. many, you know, things on TikTok. Who knows what's true, what's not. So we need an <laughs> expert. There is so much on TikTok. It's so funny. I remember going through TikTok last year and just being like, there is so much information just shooting out at you. So many different techniques and methods, which by the way, all of them work if you yourself believe that they'll work. Because I think in any situation. It depends on who you are as a person and what your beliefs are because every single person has their own model of reality. Mm. So everybody based off of what your beliefs and what your identity is, certain techniques will work for a certain person. Like the small techniques, like for example, like scripting and the pillow method, those are like small, like techniques that people do that have worked wonders for a lot of people. But there's a lot of, um, people don't realize that there's a lot more to it that is underneath the surface because we've got the subconscious mind that we need to work through because a lot of people have a lot of limiting stories and beliefs that even if they script something out, like let's say they're like, I have this desire, right, that I've always wanted, but they don't believe that they're 
it's possible for them, they don't believe that they're an energetic match to that desire, then it's going to be a lot harder for that to enter into their experience. So it depends on what your belief systems are. That's why, that's where I come in as a coach is I help people to reprogram their subconscious mind to understand what their beliefs are so that they can understand what's going on within them that's causing things to not flow easily or for them to not take inspired action because an element to that is inspired action. So I'm curious to know what kind of practices do you guys do right now? Oh, well, you know what? I have been out of the practice for so long. (laughs) I feel like I just got so busy. And and actually, I was manifesting a lot of stuff without really trying, which I think is also the whole point of it, you know? I haven't been consciously doing anything recently, but I want to be again. Yeah. 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 I kind of created my own little practice. I'm curious to get your take on it. But what I do, and then I want to get into what manifestation is because Maybe we have people listening. Oh, they're like, like, what are they they talking about? (laughs) But um, what I do is I sit in meditation and just like follow my breath. And then what I'll do is I kind of listen to this frequency music, like just to kind of like get me in the right zone. And I do visioning. So I'll like see myself there, feel it. But I really focus on the feeling of it, like feeling like I have it. Um, a one way that I manifested a lot of money was was it I would just focus on an image of a check with a certain amount of you know money on it, but also I would vision the entire room around me filling up with cash. Oh yeah, I remember you and like that. gold, and so that and then I would like surround myself in it so that it felt like I was entitled to it, like it was mine and it was easy and it was an excess and it was everywhere. Yeah. And so that's kind of been what I've done in the past, but I I want to revamp it, but I also want to define it. So for our listeners who might not know what it is, what manifestation is, or here's that term like thrown around a lot, how would you define it? Yeah, so everyone defines it differently. The way that I define it is that it's the act of believing that something is already yours and allowing it to come into your experience. Because a lot of us don't feel like something is ours because it's not physically in our reality. So if like they have a desire and they're like, I want to, I want to believe that it's mine, but I can't because I don't see it. I don't envision it. And what was beautiful about what you said, Corinne, about the uh, visualization and and embodying or like engrossing yourself in that money and feeling that abundance because it is emotions. Emotions have such a big part in it. And that's what manifestation is. It's having the feeling that it's already yours and you're an energetic match to that desire that it is able to enter your physical reality. And that's what manifestation is essentially. Obviously, There's a lot more to it, like I was saying before about beliefs, because you can, you know, envision it and everything like that. But if you don't have a belief that it's or you have a certain belief that it's too hard or that uh, you have a belief that maybe back in your past, you've had people in your life tell you that it's not possible. So you're like, oh, it's not possible, but I want it. So that can be a lot of resistance and a lot of contradiction to your desire. But manifestation really is in the act of believing it and feeling it and understanding that you're already worthy of what you desire. And it's just about allowing it to come into your experience while also taking the inspired action. Because a lot of people think (laughs) manifestation is like this woo-woo term of like, I'm going to sit 
and just meditate and everything's just going to come to me. Yeah, (laughs) It's just going to come and I don't have to do anything. I just have to sit back and relax. And yes, there is an aspect of, yes, you can relax and know that it's coming to you, but you still need to take the inspired action. So like, let's say, you know, you want to be a famous actress, right? You want to make sure that you are constantly taking the action to go to auditions and go to these casting calls and all these things in order for you to receive it. But the thing is, is you have to believe while you're in it and be in the vibration that you're like, oh, you know what? No matter what, I'm a successful actress. Like I am successful. Even if I don't have all the roles right now, I know it's coming to me. I have this strong knowing that it's already mine. So I just need to sit back and relax and allow myself to be in this vibration take the action and trust that it's coming. Even if it's not this specific one, I think a lot of people get really tied up in, I want this specific thing, right? Yeah. And the universe actually has, and 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 God and whatever you believe in has a bigger plan. So it's like, if you think that you're so tied to the desire of this specific, like let's say it's a specific role and you're like, I need to get this specific role and it doesn't come to you and you get this like frustration and this upset of like, well, this was supposed to happen. I did everything. But the truth is, is that there's always, and I have a really big belief and like when it comes to manifestation, sometimes there are things that are going to be better that are supposed to come into your experience. Like there's a better role out there for you. There's a better job out there for you. Whatever it is, a lot of people get like all tied up in the, well, it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. And sometimes it happens even better. And I have a bunch of stories on how this happened to me because there would be times where I was like so frustrated. I was like, why am I not getting it the way that I want it to? Or why isn't it happening exactly the way I want it to? And then later on you realize, oh, that's why. Because something so much better was coming to me. And that's why it's really important to be very clear on how you want to feel. Because the feeling is what, like you were saying, the feeling is what is going to allow you to know when it's here, right? Like you're like, oh, okay. Like didn't happen exactly the way I thought it was going to happen because I thought it was going to give me this emotion. But then this other thing gave me that emotion even more than that other thing that I thought was going to give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've also noticed that when my manifestations have come into reality or when I've manifested, I don't get this big like, oh my God, like this happened. Yes. I get like, I I kind of live in this sense of uh, expectation where I'm like, oh, of course it happened. Because yeah. I've like been working towards it. Yeah. Like of course like yeah. and so when I I made a, a lot of money, I was instead of being like, Oh my god, this is crazy, I was like, Oh no, I've been like working towards this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I've had both of those. I've kind of had like both moments where I've had things where it's like, ah, oh, of course, here it is. And then other things that are like so specific that you're like, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh what? That's weird. But I wanted to ask you, how did you get to where you are now? What was your journey in learning the practice, now teaching the practice? It's a beautiful story. I'm like really actually very proud of my story because I grew up very unconscious and very unaware of who I was and my surroundings. I I had this idea of the world as like as if I was coming as a, the victim. I always felt like things were happening to me. And, you know, I was, I fell into that victim trap where 
I got bullied. I, I had a lot of experiences in which people didn't treat me well. And I really thought, okay, this is what life is. I guess I'm just, I just have to accept that this is who I am, that I don't get what I want. I had all of these limiting stories for so long. And when I was about 18 years old, my mom, I have to thank my mom for this because if it wasn't for my mom showing me the law of attraction and manifestation, I wouldn't be where I am today. But at the age of 18, my mom saw how much I was struggling. She's like, you need to believe in yourself. And I was just like, I don't know how. How do I believe in myself? You keep telling me that. How does that happen? And so she showed me Abraham Hicks. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very big now, but 10 years ago was not really that big. And I, I remember her giving me the CDs and putting it in my car and listening to it and being like, I don't understand what they're saying. I don't understand it. The language was so different for me because I was so unconscious and so unaware and felt like, again, I couldn't have what I wanted. So when they said, yeah, all you have to do is believe that something is going to come into your experience that is already yours and that it's just like just trusting and then it happens. And I was like, how does that work? And I have to do so much reflection and I had to really figure out, okay, like, okay, do I really want to believe this? Like, what's what's going to happen in my life if I decided that this was true? And so I started working on it. It took me a, a while, though, until I was, like, finally at this place where I started seeing things happen because, again, I had a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of limiting stories. That was what was stopping me for so long from creating the manifestations, from allowing it to come into my experience. It wasn't until, and this is another thing I want to tell your guys' audience, is that when you have, I was in a relationship, a very toxic relationship from the age of 18 to 23. And around that time, I had a lot of awful emotions like fear, jealousy, anger. I had a lot of resistant emotions. And the moment that I broke up with him and the relationship was done, it was like all of that resistance had just fallen off of me. And I was able to let go and decide, okay, what am I going to do to work on myself and to work on my beliefs and decide I want something more for myself? That I'm done with the stories of victimhood, of of people treating me a certain way. Like I'm, I'm deciding that I want to believe something different about myself. So I started taking a bunch of courses. I started taking certification programs. I took seminars. I've done it all <laughs> just because I really wanted to work on my mindset. I wanted to start believing in, in the fact that I was a creator. I wanted to believe that. And after the year that I, that I was like really finding myself and doing all of this self-work, I decided, I was like, I'm going to script my life out. I'm going to script exactly what I want to believe in myself, what I want to see in my life. I'm going to script out my future partner because I really wanted to manifest someone who was exactly like the kind of person that would support me and that would believe in this, in this version of myself. And I remember scripting for my, my current boyfriend and when it, it's kind of a crazy story, but I, I seriously feel like I it quantum leaped in that sense because I wrote it down and I like exactly word for word. I was like, this is exactly the person. And I honestly, I, I did the same visualization where I sat down and I visualized who he was. I like 
felt the feelings of what it would be like, what it was like to be with him. And I already fell in love with this person. And I didn't even know who he was. That is so (laughs) cool. That's awesome. I fell so in love that a couple weeks later, my friend messaged me who I had only met once at this point. And she's like, I know this is random. I know know we only have met once, but I had a dream that you and my friend who I'm not even that close with were super in love. Like I just, I just saw it. It was in my dream and I had to tell you. This is like every girl's dream. I know. Everybody's like, like, they're like, give us the formula. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Like it happened. And then I met him a, a month later or two months later and I couldn't believe it. I was like, everything that I had on my description of who he was, it was my boyfriend, Doug. Like I was like, how is this possible? And we've been so in love ever since we haven't gone a day without talking. We are like inseparable. He's my best friend. And ever since that moment, I was like, wow, I am a, I'm a creator. Like I can create this. Like that was confirmation for me. Cause I, I really started believing I was worthy of someone like that. And that was the biggest thing is like, when you feel like you're worthy of your desires, that's when they're able to come into your reality. And so after that, I was like, I have to do this for a living. (laughs) I have to, I have to help other people like believe that they can achieve these things. And so, yeah, so I basically became a mindset and manifestation coach. I've been doing it for the last two years and it has been the most amazing experience of my life. I Um, specifically help people who have anxiety and stress because I struggled with that for so long. I had so much anxiety growing up and it was something that, again, like I'm a very sensitive person. I'm very aware of other people's emotions and Mm -hmm. I tend to absorb it. So I really decided, I was like, I want to help people specifically who have anxiety and stress because I want them to believe in themselves. Because a lot of the time when we feel anxiety and stress, it's because we believe that something bad's going to happen or there's going to be a negative outcome yeah. or we're not going to we're not going to have what we want or we're going to be the reason why something doesn't happen and we put so much pressure on ourselves and so i help people who have that anxiety and stress to decide a new reality for themselves to expect a new reality for themselves and to reprogram their subconscious mind so i do a lot of like techniques and tools and like meditations and all these things to get in hypnosis, a lot of things that help people to reprogram their mind to believe, oh, I can have what I want. Yeah, I can be clear about what it is and I can bring it into my experience. So that's basically my journey. There's a lot to it, but like that's in simple terms how I got to where I am today. That's so wow. amazing. And like, it, it's so cool how it kind of just like found you at the right time. Well, I guess your mom, but it also found you at the right time and you were so receptive to it and like learned more about it. And then now you just, once you get the proof, you're like, oh, like this really yes. works. You need that first kind of thing to happen. You're like, wow, like this is this crazy. Is, yeah. Um, You've brought up a lot limiting beliefs, which I think so many people, everybody has, right? To a certain extent. Um, And so how would you suggest to somebody who has that limiting belief that's holding them back from taking that inspired action or really believing in their wants? What are some of the ways that you can start to challenge that? Mm -hmm. So I always say that support is a really big thing. Obviously, that's why I'm a coach, because I help people to uh, uncover their limiting beliefs. But for someone who has a limiting belief, 
it's a lot of the time you have to be able to release it in order to believe something new. But in order to release it, a lot of the time, because our subconscious mind is so powerful, we want to start reprogramming our language. So what we say out loud, that's like the first thing I would tell somebody is if you see yourself constantly saying, you know, I'm exhausted, this thing happened to me, it sucks. If you say, I always do this, or Mm. this always happens to me, or I never get this, then your language creates the life you live. So if you consistently say, I'm never going to get this thing I want, then yeah, yeah. yeah, that's going to, your life is going to show you that it's going to be proof. Like whatever you believe to be true will be your truth. And so with language, reprogramming your subconscious mind through what you say out loud is a really amazing thing to consistently say, I'm worthy of this. And you consistently repeat it. You're going to start being in a vibration of feeling better. Another thing is visualization. So when you sit down and you just take time to visualize yourself being in that state of having your desires, of believing you're confident, of believing you're worthy, and like really allowing yourself each day to be in that vibration. That's a really amazing one. Dr. Joe Dispenza is one of my favorite. I love Joe uh, Dispenza. Yes. One of my favorite teachers. He's like very much about like the quantum field and a lot of his meditations have helped so many people who have had those extreme limiting beliefs or have suffered a lot and they just do his meditations and they're in the frequency of being in that quantum realm in that quantum reality because what happens is is there's like there's energy pockets in in our reality, right? So like there's energy pockets everywhere. And we have access to these energy pockets that have an infinite amount of possibilities within them because they're all different realities that we can tap into. And so Dr. Joe Dispenza basically talks about how when we sit down and we visualize and we allow our body, most importantly, Mm -hmm. to feel into those emotions, then we can ultimately reprogram our minds as well because our mind and our body are so connected. So our emotional state can really impact our subconscious mind. It'll start believing, oh, I am worthy of this or I have, you know, I can believe this about myself. So, but most importantly, I would say having a coach to help you release the limiting beliefs because there's a lot of techniques that help you to release limiting beliefs. Um, And like they're the most powerful, like I've done them on myself many times and I've released so many beliefs. I actually went through a certification. I've gone through several certification programs. I'm always wanting to learn more. And I'm doing one that I'm graduating from this month called the Yes Supply Method. And it is one of the most amazing. If I, if anyone who's listening wants to become a coach or wants to learn these techniques like all the way through, it's one of the best programs ever because they teach you techniques to release these limiting beliefs, limiting decisions, limiting behaviors. And so I actually did this recently. I like I released a limiting belief that I had and I didn't even realize I had for so long about social media and about my identity as a coach. And that week, my video went viral and I got 13 million views on, Whoa. on wow. one of my one of my videos. And so and at that point, and I want to I want to tell you guys at that point, this was two months ago. 
I had 3,000 followers on Instagram. I'm now at 242,000. <gasps> That's insane. Wow. In two months. I actually got 100, it was like 150,000 in one week just from this one video. It's because I released a limiting belief and a limiting decision that I had for so long that I didn't even recognize was within me because I did the coaching to make sure that that was released and that I had to program in something else that I wanted to believe. So I'm a firm believer in the process of like having that support to release that fear or that emotion that you have and that limiting decision, limiting belief. It's just a huge part of being able to manifest the things you want. Cause I, I told myself, I was like, I want to manifest a hundred thousand followers by the end of 2022, because I wanted to just have a bigger audience. I wanted to get more clients. I wanted to impact more people. That was the identity that I saw myself be embodying, but I still had a limiting belief there about that identity. And so like, I remember writing down, I was like, I'm going to have a hundred thousand thousand followers by the end of the year. And this was like, two months before the end of the year. And everyone was like, you're crazy. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, like how's yeah. that going to happen? A, yeah, right? Like, yeah. well, people will tell you when something's not possible because that's their model of reality. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not possible. It just, they believe it's not possible. And so I had a lot of limiting beliefs around that because I used to believe that whatever other people believed and whatever they'd tell me, I would start to take that on as my truth. And so I had to release that limiting belief in order to allow that to come into my reality. Cause I had been posting on Instagram for like a year and a half and I wasn't seeing results and I was getting very like, okay, like what do, what do I need to do? And I realized I was doing everything right. It was just my belief system was just not allowing me to have it enter my reality. Cause I had so much frustration. I had so much anger and I, I had a lot of like uh, emotions associated with this limiting belief and then I released it. I don't have it anymore. I don't have that fear. I don't have that anger. And it's been the most powerful thing. And a lot of people believe this is another thing. A lot of people believe that they want something because it's going to give them the emotion, but it's actually reversed. You want to have the emotion first and then have that come into your reality. Because let me tell you, I feel no different than I did two months ago or three months ago because I felt the emotion that I wanted before that manifestation came into my reality. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of the whole like expectation. Like you're already there. Yeah. So if you're already there. It, it feels right. Yeah. So for our listeners who are like, they're listening to this and they're like, I want a piece of this. How, <laughs> what is your process? So let's say if people can't, if they can't access a coach, where can they start to, I guess, find out what they're, limiting beliefs are? And then how do you work that into your manifestation process? Like, is it an everyday thing? Is it a one time? You know, what's your thought on that? Yeah. So there's a bunch of different techniques that you could do at home and you can access these on YouTube. But uh, one of the techniques that I love that anyone can do is first, you want to write down all of your limiting beliefs, anything that you believe is not possible for you. So you want to like write all those down and then I always recommend you also write down your desires as if it has already happened. So write down, which is a scripting manifestation method. So you script out exactly what you want. And you, when you're writing it, you're in the feeling, in the emotion of already having it. You have this belief, it's already happened. And then with your limiting beliefs, 
a really powerful tool that you can, um, that I, I want every single person in this world to know about is emotional freedom techniques or EFT tapping, because it allows you to tap on those negative emotions or those negative beliefs and allow yourself to feel it for a moment. But the tapping, because it's kind of like acupuncture, it taps on meridian points that allows your body to feel into a different state than the actual emotion or the belief that you're saying out loud. So if I say, I suck at doing content and I'm doing this, my body doesn't relate to that anymore because it's in this state of feeling really calm and the nervous system is regulated. So you can tap on those emotions and re like program out those beliefs with EFT tapping and then program in whatever you want to believe. So you would tap on the meridian points and say like, I am a successful business owner, right? And you would just tap on those and do that every single day. You're going to notice a whole reprogramming of your beliefs. And that's what's going to allow the manifestations to come into your reality. I'm trying to think that there's, there's so many other methods of doing this too, but that's like the, that's one of my favorites and has actually worked for so many people. And what's great is YouTube has all the tutorials yeah, on how we to love do this. YouTube, I love university. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> there's so much to learn there. One other thing that we mentioned a lot, which is quantum leaping. And oh, yeah. I don't want that to be a term that our listeners are like, but what does that mean? Yeah. So can you define that a bit just to, or explain it more the for quantum our listeners? realm. Yes. Yes. The quantum realm, the quantum field. It's, it's basically like allowing yourself to leap from one reality to another. So Basically, for example, I believe I quantum leaped or quantum jumped when my following increased within a week, right? Like that looked like something that for some people are like, that's a miracle. Like that doesn't happen so quickly because I had a lot of friends who were like, how did that happen so quickly? And I define it as I jumped from one reality to another because I started to embody a different version of myself. I started to believe that I was already this person that had this following so I like visualized it. I wrote it down and I was like, this is who I am. And I visualized it exactly like how, you know, with the money all around you, right? I was visualizing it and my body was feeling into that experience so much that it literally brought into that, that new reality into my, into my physical space. So it's very similar to manifestation, but like manifesting is more like in simple terms, you're manifesting like your desires. Whereas quantum jumping or quantum leaping is more like you are literally living a whole different vibrational reality than you were before. And it really has to do with your emotions. Most importantly, being in the emotional state, like for example, who I am now versus who I was a year ago, different, different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different people, different, uh, living a different reality, living a different emotional state, a different vibration. Because again, I like did a lot of work to get to this place, a, a lot of emotional work, a lot of inner work, uh, mindset work to be able to leap into another reality. So like I even think about my, my life in general and in the past, I really didn't believe things were possible for me. And now I believe things are possible for me. That is me essentially leaping into a whole new reality because I'm in a whole new way of being a whole state, a whole new person. So that's how I define quantum leaping. And Dr. Joe Dispenza also has like an amazing meditation on 
quantum leaping. And like, again, it was the same thing of having your body and mind feel into the experience as you visualize it. And it's important to visualize it so like detailed, so clearly, yeah. so detailed that you're living it. And the the issue with a lot of um, our world, right, in, in terms of like specifically when we're kids, we're in the theta brainwave state from the age of zero to seven. And that in that state, we absorb everything, every belief around us, everything that you believe, most likely you have taken on from when you were a child. And during that state, we're in a dreamlike state. We are imaginative. We're creative. We literally see ourselves being astronauts and singers. We see ourselves doing these amazing things. But then adults will be like, no, no, no. You need to like lower your expectations. You need to do something practical. You need to do this. You need to do that. And our belief starts changing because of the the people around us. The people around us basically yeah. tell us, hey, it's not possible. So our ability to imagine and to visualize starts getting impaired because we start to overthink things. We start to doubt ourselves. We start to think maybe I shouldn't want these things because people are telling me it's not possible. And so a lot of people have a hard time visualizing because they got out of the theta brainwave state so quickly when they were a child that they never was taught to practice being in that state again. So it's really important that you get yourself in the either the alpha brainwave state or the theta brainwave state. Theta is more like dreamlike. It's when you're sleeping, when you're dreaming, when you're daydreaming. Alpha is more of like you're still awake, but there's you're able to access your intuition through a more like calm state. It's very similar to theta. And in that alpha brainwave state, you're able to visualize more clearly and see yourself more clearly um, through your own eyes, like seeing yourself and also seeing yourself doing it as well. But it is such a beautiful way of being able to access the quantum field. Like yeah. that's how you access the quantum reality. Okay. I have a quick question that might be a little like, I don't know, gibberish for our listeners. It's just a personal question. Sometimes when I'm trying to, not trying to, when I'm manifesting or like trying to quantum leap, I think of it as like tuning a radio and I'm like, where, like I'll be in my mind and I'll be like, di like on a dial, like trying to find it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. It's okay. funny. Abraham Hicks talks about that too. Um, she always talks about a dial on a, on yes, a stereo. That's what like, I'm doing in my head. I'm like, okay, where is it? It's like, dee! and then I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> I can't explain it. I know my, the listeners are like, what are you talking about, Corinne? <laughs> And I want to ask you, when that happens, is it because you're like when you find the emotion that feels the best to you when you're like kind of or what? what's your process of that? When if, when do you find your like sweet spot of like this is it? Yeah, it's yeah, I guess it's an emotional state. It's a feeling. It's like when I'm like, OK, let's say I'm looking at my dream house and I'm walking through it and I'm standing there and I'm like, OK, but where is this vibrationally? So I'm like, I try to find it and then. Yeah, it really feels like dialing a radio. I can't explain it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm in. Okay, that's what it is. That's like mm. the that's the frequency. That's like the the feeling, the whatever. It's really so I you're don't know. in the same visualization, but you're just I like, can't tell you. It's like it's in my head. It's like the it's like my head's going like to find it. Oh. It's weird. So that's that's the funny thing is a lot of people think like because they, need, they feel like they need to be so specific of exactly what everything looks like. And yes, it's important to 
know exact, like know what you want, right? And being clear about what that is. But a lot of people get so stuck in the, okay, it has to be so clear or else it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it's more so about the vibration. So you said like, I feel this vibration. It feels so good. And allowing yourself to, like you said, tune into that frequency. And until you get there and once you're there and you realize, okay, it's amazing. And maybe like things are around you in that vision is different, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's not like you being in that house. Maybe it's you being you know, traveling or you being in a totally different house. And that's totally okay. It's more so about tuning into what it is that you desire and feeling into that vibration. So it's okay that it's not exactly like the same environment every single time. If anything, I think it's better that you change it up because our life is a ton of different experiences. We can't limit ourselves to one thing. What if you live in a, a bunch of different houses? Or what if you live in a house that you remodel and then it ends up being Looking like everyone, the one yeah. that you tune into, right? So you're finding out what what lights you up and what makes you feel good. So then when it comes into your physical reality or like let's say you go into an open house, you have this feeling. You're like, I know this is it. Yeah. I have this feeling. I know this is the house and I'm going to make it into what I desire it to be because you know how you feel in it. Yes, totally. And then what are your thoughts on, because I think I get caught up in this and I know a lot of other people do, the fact of, or the way of keeping it in your mind, I guess, keeping the vision, keeping the feeling and letting it go simultaneously. Mm. You know how people say, oh, let it go. Oh, don't let it go. Yeah. So this is, I'm so glad you asked that because that is actually one of the most important aspects of it. But people think like, let it go as if like not thinking about it ever again. Right. (laughs) That's not, that's not, that's not it. It's more so letting go of the, like, you already have the expectation of it. It's letting go of the how. Because what Uh happens is we are so stuck in the how it's going to come that we try to control it. Instead, it's letting it go in the aspect of, I trust. I trust the universe. I trust in how things are going to play out that I don't need to focus on the how anymore. I don't need to like constantly be trying to control the situation. You're just letting it go, knowing that you feel good within this desire. Because again, when you're visualizing and you're feeling into the vibration, you're already living it. There's no aspect of you being like, oh my gosh, like I don't like just living it in my visualization. I want to live it, you know, in my reality too. And some people do feel that way, but it's more so about feeling so good in the visualization because your body feels good in it that you're like, oh, you know what? I know it's going to come. So I'm just going to let it happen. I'm just going to allow it to come. That's the letting go. Um, And not being frustrated that it's not coming because that's what causes the resistance. A lot of us get really frustrated when it doesn't come. We're like, well, everyone else is having what they want and I don't have it yet. And the more you focus on that, the more it's you're pushing it away. You're making it, you're you're controlling the how. You're trying to control how it comes into your reality, but it's not, it doesn't work like that. It's it's not something you can control. It's something that you have to allow to happen. And that that vibration of you being so open and so receptive to it is what allows it to come so naturally into your experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want you to tell us more about your work with your clients and then also for our listeners, how they can work with you, your upcoming offerings, all of what's going on with, with you, because you have so much to, to give. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So I am currently coaching. I, so I coach one-on-ones. Those are the specific ones where I help to release limiting beliefs and limiting decisions, emotions, and to help people manifest. 
I do that in my group coaching too. So I have a group coaching program that I'm launching this month called the Connected Collective. And that one is all about connecting to your intuition, connecting to the deepest part of you that has these desires and doesn't believe that it's possible. So instead, I help you to connect to that intuition, to ground yourself, to be able to visualize your manifestations and connect to that desire so that you can have that manifest in your experience. But I really do believe connecting to yourself, connecting to your intuition is what allows that manifestation to come in because the trust is so there. So that's what I teach in my Connected Collective uh, group coaching program, which is like a Zoom coaching call. And you also get access to module teachings, like the courses, all of that. I also have a course called the Mind Body Stress Reset, which helps people who have stress and anxiety to regulate their nervous system because it's my belief that when you regulate your nervous system, you're able to allow things to come into your experience more easily because, again, our bodies have such a big impact in our emotional state because our bodies feel the emotions. So we want to be able to regulate that nervous system, get ourselves into the state of expectation of being in a vibrational energy of, hey, I can do what I want. I I have so many possibilities. And so that's what this uh, course is all about. It's a 14-day stress reset. So that way you can reset your stress and then go on the journey of believing that you can create what you want in your life and start believing in more positive outcomes for yourself. I need that. I'm like, I, I, need, I'm like that. I need to sign up immediately. I know. I know. <laughs> well, Emily, we've already taken up too much of your time. We thank you so, so much, much for coming on here. This is exactly the episode that we wanted to do and explain to people. And I know it's going to be so helpful. So thank you so, so much. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy <laughs> that you guys asked me to come on here. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. You both are both so beautiful, by the oh way. My God, oh my you God, you And your energy is incredible. Aww. Thank you for making this such an enjoyable experience for me. Oh, thank Aww. you so much. And we're going to link everything you're doing in our show notes so our mm-hmm. listeners can find you and connect with you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yay. Bye. Bye. I am ready to manifest. I mean, I feel like, oh, I got to like... What's my next manifestation going to be? I know. Well, that's my thing. I was thinking, what? Because like I don't I even said, know what I'm trying to manifest currently. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I, think, I think that's where I need to start. When I was asking her about, like, what's the process? Because, like I said, I have not been actively manifesting. But I realized I don't know what I what I want. What I even what want I desire. right now. Because actually, I'm pretty happy right now. Same. Same. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys learned more about manifestation, quantum leaping, and how to manifest your dream life. And we will link all of Emily's socials in our show notes. So if you guys want to connect with her, follow her, join a class, a course, a one-on-one. By the time they find her, she might have 3 million followers. Oh, yeah. She's going to have her own her own empire. I know. All right. Now, so should we circle back on the drink we've been drinking? Yes. The Trader Ho's. Cold pressed cacao fruit juice beverage. Mm. Bright and refreshing tart tropical cacao fruit. Oh, let's introduce our um, hottie of the week. Oh, yeah. Okay. You introduced this one because you were the one that pitched this and I love it. Yeah. You you know the story and I don't. Okay. So our hottie of the week is Simu Liu, right? Simu Liu. Yeah. And the reason 
that he is our hottie is because he manifested his dream role. I don't know. I'm sure everyone has seen these screenshots, but he's in um, uh, Shang-Chi. I, I never saw yeah, it. I think I think that's the movie. And he had like at um, added Marvel like 10 years ago and was like, hey, like, let's get an Asian superhero. And then, and then 10 years later, it. he was a Marvel, the first Marvel Asian superhero. Good for good for Simu Liu. Yes. Good for him. So I'm just like, that's a great he little really hottie. He really manifested his life. He put that out into the universe. Yes. So let's rate it one to Simu. I'm going to give it a, it's so, it does, it's not chocolate, obviously. No. It's very, it's like guava. I guess it has a guava vibe, like a lemonade fruit. vibe, passion fruit vibe. Oh, I mean, it's it its own fruit, so it has its own little... It's its own thing. I like it a lot. Me too. Simu? Simu? Simu! It's actually it's really very refreshing. refreshing. I I, like, for what it is, I couldn't imagine it being better. I really no. like it. I, I like really it like it. I would get this again 100%. Me too. Me too. Oh my gosh. We haven't, had a, we haven't had a 10 out of 10 in No. Especially if my blood sugar is low. This is the right thing. This is the right thing. Okay, guys, pick it up at your local Trader Joe. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week it's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Well, Natalie, I know what yours is, and I want to copy it, so you go first, and then I will You know what mine is? I do. You told me what it was. Oh, no. Did I? Well, am I going to steal yours then? <laughs> okay, well, here's mine. Well, I don't know if it's unpopular as much as it might be slightly controversial. Okay. But it just needs context. Okay. Okay, go, go, go. I don't like tipping people. <gasps> pause. Pause, 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 pause. I tip extremely well. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. People can give me garbage service. I'm still tipping them 25%. Uh-huh. But when Corinne and I were in... Europe, the fact that they don't have to tip, it is so not- when you just get the bill and you just pay it and leave. Even if they add the tip in, I don't oh, care. it yeah. is so nice. So I shouldn't say I don't like to. I want people to get there. Here's the issue: let's fairly pay let's people, pay people a livable wage. Yes, let's for just the do love that. of God. Because I think that's what's happening in Europe. Is like. People can live off being we, right. we were in a, we were in Paris and Natalie was like, okay, all of our waitresses are wearing designer. <laughs> Why? And I'm like, I think it's because they, they get paid a livable wage. They get paid a livable wage. There is like, we're not tipping them. No. So like, why are they all in designer? They're in head to toe <laughs> designer. I'm like, all these women are chic as hell. And I think they get paid a livable wage. They can actually like live yeah. as a waitress. Yeah. Couldn't, I think that's couldn't be here like unless somebody tipped right. you $2,500, <laughs> which like, so yeah, I just feel like uh, I wish America would get on board with yes. paying people livable wages so that they don't have to rely on tips so that at the end of the meal, I could, everybody's happy. Yeah. Or, or even like at the hotel, the service is fantastic and they like take your bags and stuff and you don't tip them. Yeah. Because they're getting paid an appropriate amount. Livable And they get like paid time off. Yeah. And they can, and they can have babies. They can and have be okay. children and they have health care. Yeah. Crazy. It's <laughs> mind blowing. Crazy. <laughs> mind blowing. So, anyways, I guess it's not that I don't like tipping as much as I don't like America. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> fair. 
No, I love America, but I yeah. Um, you, I don't love the practice that we have in place. Right, we we there. have some we have some improvements. America has a problem. Well, then I'm stealing Beyonce. yours. Not, it wasn't yours because I was also thinking it, but I'm going to take it. Unpopular opinion. <gasps> French, French food. food. French food. Ain't really it. It's not it. Ain't really it. You guys, okay, I know. It's like supposed to be like the culinary uh, prestige. No, 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 no. No. Me and Natalie survived off French fries for three days. I was a human French fry. Couldn't eat anything. All of us. And I like string beans, which is like their only vegetable that they offer. It's true. So I, I was getting some nutrients, but Natalie wasn't getting anything. I wasn't getting... I'm a big vegetable girly, as most of... If you're an OG listener, you know. I love my veggies, <laughs> and I love my fruits. <laughs> I, <know> I, just, <laughs> I tried to raise my seat <laughs> But yeah, I... But green beans are like one of the one that I'm just like, eh. They can, they can taste kind of like rubbery, you know? So French food is a lot of duck, a lot of like... <sighs> Unknown, uh, like purees, a uh, lot of yeah, a lot of um, a lot of raw. I tried escargot and I actually liked it, guys. So that was, you know, I gave it a shot. I was out here giving it a shot. You take you you ate one. I ate one. Right, right, right. And I liked it. That's all. That's about as all. And then we were just on French fries. Then we ate French fries for for three. We had croissant. Okay. Oh, but we also have to preface. The crystal. Okay, yeah, we will give the them. The baked goods, the dessert. The dessert. Amazing. And the pastries. The mains. Couldn't get better. Not so much. I can't Besides get like a croque madame, main. which I love. A little right. ham and cheese sandwich. Right, which is basically just a, another pastry. True. The actual meals, I'm like, I can't. And, and then I was thinking, how do they survive out here? If you're a French listener. That's why they're so skinny. Uh, they, just can't, they just don't want to eat any of it. They, they love off cigarettes and champagne. I mean, it's like my dream life, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> give me a vegetable. Yeah. There was a teeny tiny, we went to this football match and there was a teeny tiny fruit salad. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough out there. Natalie and I were like, <sighs> we were like almost we're on, needed to be hospitalized. <laughs> we're like we were lack of nutrition. Fumes. Fumes. Oh, you guys. Well, that's our episode. Thank you guys for listening. And you know what, you guys? Give us a little review. Give yeah, us give review. us a little we, rate and review. We love a rate and review, you guys. And as always, we'll be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.